A torment of voices filled Edmund's head as if fear fell upon him. He lifted what was left of Eveline, kissed her, and as her image faded completely from his view, lost in what was now only darkness, a home destroyed by war, glass broken, a building shelled, torched, and empty, he stumbled from Eveline's home, spilling candles and tears upon the floor. As he raced through the hallway, past Winston and Conrad's home, he was met only by destruction and darkness, and then past Julia's residence the same, and Lyndon's basement office the same again. Out from the building, he staggered with a newfound fright of where he was and what he had to do. I need to stop this, Eveline. I need to stop what I can. And then come back to me, my love. The war is finished. The war is finished. Her words. But does war ever end? It ceases for a time, then begins again. As Edwin raced out into the war-ravaged streets, the world turned back into what it was before her, before the comfort and calm, a city iced with snow and foreign foes. Shock shuddered through to his core when there before him, standing in the center of the street, was a small girl, a few years of age, trembling as explosions lit the sky above her, at a distance, her parents were entangled in violent heaves of hate from soldiers that cared not for their family way. Edwin came to the child, knelt by her, saw panic and tears in her eyes, then extended his arms, inviting her inside. She was puzzled at first, then accepted the offer as he pulled her in to a hug. You will be safe with me. And oh, oh, look who I have for you. What? Who is it? Edwin pulled from his coat pocket, Volo, the stuffed toy rabbit, and handed it to the girl. Her face lit up with a moment of joy as she snuggled the toy. This is Volo. And Volo is a leader who will stop the silliness. Come, come, let us return you to your parents. As they walked the streets, soldiers stepped aside and away from the two, allowing them passage. The bombs stopped. The lights returned to the streets. The parents lifted their daughter high kissed and ran and ran until they were lost in the snow. The soldiers stared at Edwin, pleased at the possibility of potential capture. Edwin stepped close, closer, as the city was in flames around them, and knowing he'd nothing to lose, he addressed them. How could you have allowed this to happen? How could you 
annihilated people as common as these, as exact as your own family and friends. And the bombs that destroyed the churches, hospitals, theaters, schools of safe haven and buildings that held life and so much beauty that held so much goddamn beauty. He turned back only for a moment to see Eveline standing with her white angel wings in the window of a torch building. As he turned back again, he grabbed hold of the gun of one of the soldiers. How could you? The response of the soldier was one simple shot into Edmund's chest. He fell instantly to the ground and was left in a pool of his own dark red blood. In the silence of the horror, snow fell and melted upon the heated blood of poor Edwin. A final breath and she was there again at his side with extended arms and wings that now fluttered away and off to heaven. He stood without effort this time as they walked through a city that was now transformed from winter white to the green of spring. No war, no destruction, and then into her building that was as it had been, solid with every brick and window in place, up to her apartment, passing Lyndon, the boys, and Julia's home. They entered her home, now lit with an abundance of light in every color shining bright from a sun-drenched day. They kissed. Oh my, Edwin said. Evelyn smiled as she returned Edwin's lower lip. This is something you will need to get used to, my dear Edwin. But I can help. I'm sure you can. He took his lip from Eveline, reattached it, and they kissed again. After hours of love, food, and comfort, the two began to dance again around her home and back out through the halls as others followed, out again into a city now reborn in spring and after war to glorious color, shape, and hope. As they came to a fountain, center city, Edwin saw the small girl he had helped, now a bit older, with children and a lover of her own. He noticed that the young lad was holding Volo. As he came closer, she stopped for a moment, looked up from attending to the child, and stared directly at him, as if she could see Edwin. She smiled as he approached her. He placed his hand on her shoulder. She turned her head and kissed it, in acknowledgement of his kindness, then went on her way. Now that is the end of a story called Iced. I will leave you 
with the final words of Edwin to his snow angel. And now, my dearest Eveline, let me say in the full confidence of an afterlife, there will never again be 